Welcome to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show's season review of the Detroit Lions. Went 3-13-1 in 2021, fourth place in the NFC North, including a tie, which is always memorable, and a very memorable loss to the Baltimore Ravens via a record-setting uh, field goal as time expires. Overall, they're firmly in the rebuild mode. Uh, but they do have a lot of foundation pieces and complementary players in place, and the future is looking bright in Detroit. Of those players of fantasy football relevant, there was Jared Goff, who was at the bottom of QBs, DeAndre Swift, who was at RB15, Jamal Williams, RB39, Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver 21, and TJ Hawkinson right at <clears throat> tight end 15. So Jared Goff is in the most important part uh, of the offense, but is not one of those uh, bright building blocks that I mentioned. Uh, however, he did have 11 touchdowns in his last five games. So while he started slow, uh, he did improve uh, at the end of the season, really benefiting from Amon Ra's rise, uh, which took place at the end of that season. So he does have a big question mark moving forward in 2022. Is he replaced in the offseason or is he used as a gap year quarterback for one more year? Uh, it's possible they can replace him in free agency or the draft or keep him around uh, to try and get a quarterback in the next year. He only really has possible late round value if you're looking for a backup or in a two QB leagues. You can definitely snag him late, and he might have a little better upside than you're expecting uh, just due to the offensive weapons he does have. One of which is DeAndre Swift. Uh, he did have 62 catches in 2021, really showing that uh, receiving upside and that dual threat uh, from the backfield. Uh, and he is young, so that's further upside uh, with continued improvement, especially among that offensive line with the Detroit Lions, which continues to get better. He was RB15. He did miss games through injury, uh, but he was still able to crack uh, the top 15 running backs. I really have him moving into 2022 as a solid RB1 uh, due to the workload uh, that he gets receiving uh, being the uh, biggest important factor in that, especially if you're doing any sort of half PPR or uh, PPR scoring. And even in standard, there's still yards. There's receptions are still yards, which are still points. Jamal Williams is uh, less relevant uh, in fantasy football. He's probably a better running back than he is a fantasy football running back, but he is a solid complementary uh, piece there in Detroit. And really what limits his um, upside and, and his uh, fantasy value would be those 26 catches 
Uh, so he's not really a threat to catch the ball out of the backfield, really would only focus on uh, getting Jamal Williams as a late round pick as insurance if you have Swift already. Uh, and that's really going to be the height of his value, even though he has shown when given the opportunity, when Swift has been out, you know, he's very capable uh, to help in the offense and run it from the backfield. Amon Ross St. Brown uh, really came on at the end of the season. He started slowly uh, and really grew into his role as he got more comfortable in Detroit. He had a touchdown in five of his last six games to end the season. And that includes an increased role in rushing plays. He does have a couple gadget plays every now and then, which uh, will always put the possibility of a rushing touchdown uh, in his future and really just shows that they're trying to get him involved in Detroit, which is good to see moving forward. I really think his fantasy value uh, is jumping and possibly a high-end wide receiver too, uh, moving into uh, 2022 as he continues to grow. TJ Hawkinson, uh, high upside tight end, and that's really what you're looking for once you get out of the uh, top tier of tight ends and the Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, Mark Andrews, et cetera. Uh, you're really looking for players who can get touchdowns on any given week. And I think that that's something where uh, with an improved offense, uh, as the lines continue to grow, uh, that young offense, he'll rather than losing targets overall, he may start missing out on some targets uh, throughout the season, but it opens up for more vital red zone targets which uh, getting a touchdown is the most important thing uh, for a tight end. And of course, he is still getting uh, a fair workload and getting 84 targets last year, despite missing uh, five games. So he's really a tight end you can focus on to target. Again, uh, not necessarily for consistency week in, week out, but he can be a high upside and give you a great return on any given week. The goals for the Detroit Lions, 2022, they have the second overall pick, uh, which is puts them in a fantastic position and really gives them a lot of options on how they would like to proceed. They can tank one more year for a quarterback, or they can reach in a weak quarterback class and trade back. Really, the options are all there. I, I would think that they would like to shore up the defense with the second overall pick uh, to give a better landing spot for uh, their QB of the future, uh, likely next year. At the tail end of the draft, they can add a wide receiver too, or uh, even someone to compete with Amon Ross St. Brown as the wide receiver one, which will pay dividends opening up uh, the field, not only for TJ Hawkinson, uh, but also for uh, DeAndre Swift, who does, again, like get a lot of catches out of the backfield. So overall, uh, a tough year for Detroit, but they did trade their franchise quarterback. You know, it's sort of to be expected. Uh, to be in that rebuild mode. Uh, but the future is certainly bright with a lot of foundational pieces uh, as well as complementary players.